Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. September 16th, 2020. The Magnetic South Pole. Exploding J.P. Morgan. Maintaining order in your anarchy group, and cash for prayers. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. Hello. How are you? I am Kyle. Good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. All right. I'm, I'm, every time you ask, I feel a little bit self-conscious. Like, I should be great, but I haven't really thought about Something to say, yeah, that's great. You wouldn't dare say great if you weren't really great. That's true. I believe in the truth, even when it hurts, especially when it hurts. You also believe in <laughs> the accuracy of words and word yeah. choice. Well, that's again, it's truth. I went to the foundational piece. You're on the second floor. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. The view is great up here. Yeah. Well, it is September 16th. Why are you so dumb? You're the dumb dumb. <laughs> I didn't dumb. It is September 16th in the year 2020. Mm -hmm. And the good people of the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis celebrate National Heroes Day today. Yep. It is an island-wide holiday falling just before their Independence Day and in really special years. Because this one... Um, one of the two, crap, now I can't remember. Pretend like I know as I'm saying this. One of the two floats. Yes. And so every few years it will, or maybe, no, no, no. It's when, it's when this one falls just right up against a weekend. Yes. Then they just have a huge continual yeah. connected thing. All right. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, to, to be a national hero. Mm-hmm. There are a trio of merit-based awards. Okay. 
and and that's what dictates whether or not you are worthy of annual celebration. I believe only five people have earned this honor. It was, of course, offered to me, and I did humbly decline. Well, there we go. During your time on St. Kitts and Nevis. I told them, we get a property there, I'll think about it. Uh-huh. Who did they gain their independence from? They were oppressors. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I feel like it works. Yes. Hey, you know what we forgot to do? Yeah, we didn't divvy up who's got what. Um, I'll take this one. Okay. Because it's, I've talked about this kind of stuff before. 1906, Douglas Mawson, Edgeworth, David, and Alistair McKay. How many of these? Douglas Mawson. I guess it's Edgeworth, David, he has a last name for a first name and yeah. a first name for a last it, name. It threw me off. That is freaking confusing. Well, these three yahoos claim to have discovered the magnetic South Pole in Antarctica, which all flat earthers know is a load of crap. <laughs> As any good flat earther knows. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, continuing on in the conspiracy to take down the structures that people find to be bogus mm -hmm. in 1920, 100 years ago today. By the way, you're covering up your mug. I'm covering my mug, which is the old school awesome mug. I have the awesome today mug. Yes. Yes, you do. I block it with my hand. I don't know. You liked that one that has the barely edited and sometimes yes. offensive tagline, which we yes. didn't, didn't really like force to make happen, but it is still a fundamental truth. It right? is a fundamental truth. Okay. I'm sorry. I cut you off, but I, I yeah, well, thought of the mugs. Yes. So again, Think of the mugs. Would <laughs> somebody think <laughs> of the mugs? Um, a hundred years ago today, 1920, at exactly 12.01 p.m., a horse carriage carrying roughly 100 pounds of dynamite detonated outside of the J.P. Morgan building at 23 Wall Street. Yep. Now, investigators initially thought this was some kind of an accident. Right. How Who would this... blow up the good people of J.P. Morgan? <laughs> that's how they said it, too. <laughs> yeah. Because that's how they talked in the 20s. Now, the driver managed to escape. I'm holding in. I just about went into a hole. <laughs> Lily, grab your overcoat. Post haste. <laughs> I thought you were going to go the criminal. That's... Uh... Disturbing. Something possessed yes. in our home. Yep. Besides us. I thought you were going to go the criminal route and talk about how they're not going to catch, the coppers aren't going to catch you. So. Well, that would have come later. Yes. Well, so what happened is the driver managed to escape and it greatly complicated determining really exactly what happened. So though the FBI never decisively said who done it, today it is suspected to have been part of a series of anarchist attacks right. across America. In this instance, loose credit is assigned to the Galileans, followers of the Italian anarchist Luigi Gallin Gallini. Nope. I'm, I'm going to Gallini. suppose Gallini. Gallini. Who Galliani or something like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... I bet it is Galliani. Okay. So then it would have been the Galliani something. Yep. You do it. The ists of him. <laughs> the hemists. <laughs> Of Mr. Uh, Sir Luigi Galliani. I'll guarantee one thing. You want to have an anarchist group that lasts, you better get a damn name people can say. <laughs> that was their primary and foundational you know, mistake. Oh, you blew up a building? Great. Who in the hell are you? 
How are we supposed to say this? <laughs> Newspaper guy can't even spell it. That's right. And the coppers are going to be on your Yes. Table. Now I can't. I can't perform on demand. I'm not a complete monkey. It's fine. But anyway, that was a thing yeah. that happened 100 years ago today. Indeed. 1956 in good old Boston, Mass. Illusionist David Copperfield is born. Or did it just look like he was born? <laughs> 1956. So he's he's getting on up there in the years. Is he alive still? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure he is. If he is, if he isn't, maybe it looks like he is and there's an illusion. Fair. Maybe he still hadn't been born. That's fair. All right. Well, in 19... 19- is he a member of the CIA? Most definitely. Okay. More on that later. Yeah. He's a CIA agent. Something. Okay. No, asset. Operative. Asset. Yeah. Something. Okay. Well, we're, we're going to talk about the CIA here a little bit. Uh, 1963, though, the Beatles song, She Loves You, is released. It's a good song. It is. It went on to be number one on the charts, and it stayed there for two weeks. Now, this is one of these songs that helped set a music record where five songs from the Beatles simultaneously held the top five chart Positions that complete list can't buy me love. Mm-hmm. Twist and shout. Mm-hmm. She loves you. I want to hold your hand and please please me. It's a little racy. Indeed. This was all happening during the week of April fourth, in nineteen sixty four. That's pretty amazing. That's a feat that, to my knowledge, has never been repeated. Yeah. I prior to today, I didn't know that it had ever happened. Period. So I literally was learning it as I read it. Yes. So there yes. we go. Well, in brighter news, 1983, Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes a U.S. citizen. That's right. No Arnold impression to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, get to the chopper. I'm really putting you on the spot today. Get to Ellis Island? Yes. Something? (laughs) I can't. Once you get me kind of giggly, I can't can't stay in it. Yeah. Crack midway through. Okay. Well, on this day in 1993, this is in our definite era. Yes, you were a huge fan of this, weren't yes, you? Yes, a huge fan. It's the, it's the premiere of the show, Frasier, starring Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce. It premiered on NBC. It is a favorite show for pedants and nerds everywhere like me. I actually kind of want to go back and watch Frasier right now. Well, lifestyle it up with yourself. I think I will. It feels very or comforting. rather, one of the segments of Rural. It's kind of lifestyle. It is for lifestyle. Because you don't just watch it. I feel like you got to be dressed appropriately, have the right mm. beverage and snack and all the things. Yes, definitely. You need a smoking jacket on. Yes. You need some yes, kind Maybe of... having just freshly used some body lotions. Yes, that sounds great. I really did love the show, Frasier. I loved the idea of being on the radio. Actually, still do. Yeah, well, good and... for you. You are. <laughs> You're on the better than radio. I am on the better than radio. Um, it's just a great show. Really, if you are, a, if you, in your mind, if you're kind of like an intellectual snob, if you're of the Ravenclaw variety, then uh, it's especially enjoyable to see them being so snooty and yes. ridiculous. Yes. They're snooty to the point of ridiculousness. How was Kelsey Grammer not part of the Harry Potter cast? I know, right? Feels like he would be a perfect fit. He literally could have played five different characters, and Absolutely. maybe all at the same time. Yeah, 
I, I would agree with that. I even, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but it was one of those shows for me that if it was on, I wasn't going to change the channel. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's, that feels right. Yeah. Well, 1994, which was in fact the year that I graduated, we had two astronauts from the Space Shuttle Discovery that went on the first untethered spacewalk in 10 years. Now, normally, that's not the kind of thing that's going to, you know, really rattle my giblets around. But when I first skimmed past this on the list, I thought it said the first unethical spacewalk <laughs> in 10 years. You know, I got really concerned. The astronauts had previously made so much progress, and here they are slipping back into <laughs> bad space ethics, and it's troublesome to my soul. Um, the thought of an untethered spacewalk is so terrifying to me, I could just almost spontaneously confess. If we'd ever actually been to space, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> Again, that's a, that's a gimme for all the flat earthers out there. That's we don't, right. They don't believe in space. I almost said we. I'm not a flat earther. <laughs> I know, but you can almost say that. That was awesome. I, I, as you I, went into that space. Yes, when I, when I ramble and talk, I take on whoever. <laughs> the identity. Yes. Well, okay, this date in 2011, the premiere of the critically acclaimed movie Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, I love you. Where are you on Ryan Gosling as an actor? I honestly don't think he's a very good actor. Okay. And I know that there's the, the sexiness factor. Sure, sure, sure. But... As a man looking at another man, I wouldn't look at him and think, oh, chicks dig him. He mm -hmm. just, it's not that he has a bad physique. It's just not what I would consider classical, mm -hmm. attractive man physique. Okay, that's fair. Well, apparently the critics love it because this yes. movie is critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. And I did not know until today that that actually means something. It's not, it's not mm -hmm. like when somebody's buying a pound of hamburger meat and it says gluten-free on it. It's not a... <laughs> BS statement. It's actually, you have to have exceptionally, and now this is still subjective, right? You have to have exceptionally good reviews from all or most of the critics. Well, I wonder at what point and who decides that there was enough good reviews for it to be, then, then right. it's critically acclaimed. Right, because I could almost swear in the past that I had even seen the claim of critically acclaimed on something that hadn't even right like it was going to be in the theaters soon. Yeah, Did they get to all watch it early and do their acclaim checklist and I oh, I choose critical. Me too. And then it's I don't know something is rotten. Feel sketchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Denmark movies. No wonder I don't like Ryan Gosling. He's from Denmark. No offense to our Denmarkian. Members of the awesome community. And this is not going to pass the fact check. The fact check crew. It's not. That's, that's okay. That's true. Yeah. But it's still critically acclaimed. It is. So there's that. You have to take this one. <clears throat> well, it's about our boy, King George. George Strait, 2014, releases a live album called The Cowboy Rides Away. Which is a... Great song in yeah, and of itself. It totally it's, is. It's all, it kind of makes your chest hurt a little. It's sad. It is sad. It was the last stop on his last tour. Now, 
it's hard. Well, apparently for country music, well, maybe any performer, you know, they say goodbye to the stage and they're yeah. like, this is it. The touring life, it's too hard. I, I've been doing it too many years. This is it. I'm out. And then it pulls him back in. Well, you just got to get back up on that stage because he has had concerts yes. since then. But maybe yes. that was the last big show and the last big tour, right? Yes. Now, interestingly, in our past, mm-hmm. so so... King George has property down around San Marcos, down in the Texas Hill Country. Yes. Uh, Not a small amount of property. Right. And his band, the Ace and the Hole Band. Yeah. He he joined it. He didn't build it. He joined it. Oh, okay. Uh, The drummer's name, I believe his last name, uh, this would make more sense to say. His last name is Foot. I don't know his first name because everybody calls him Foot. Yeah, all right. Um... That's very. Foot was as the band began to skyrocket. Uh-huh. Foot was not talented enough to remain the drummer. Oh! But they retained him as kind of some sort of manager position. Okay. So they didn't just to the curb with him. Um, it had to have been a, a bit of an ego blow. But sometimes those cash dollars kind of smooth things over. Well, sure. So all of that to say, when when we coached in in San Marcos at Texas State. Um, our, our head coach had known foot for years. Okay. And so we talked to foot. We tried, we tried like nobody's ever tried before to structure a deal where George would come in and put on like a mini concert at halftime or after a game or something like that. Of course, the amount of money he required to do a thing at that point wasn't going to happen. Um, but as I would, uh, and I was, I was thinking through this faster than I was talking. Um, you know, we have this image of a tour being everybody rides on the buses everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which was true for everybody except George, as Foot revealed to us. Okay. That George would fly jet into wherever they were playing. Everybody else is oh. stuck on the damn Greyhound and George trying to get rid of going. Come on, that's not how cowboys do it. No. No, a real cowboy would have ridden in the luggage compartment. Yeah. With nothing but a six-pack of cold beer and some chewing tobacco. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed and disillusioned yeah. now. In terms of his, his, I'm quitting, not quitting, but I'm quitting, all of that, I can see how, you know, when, when you start into a career like that, it's because it is your passion. Sure, yeah. It is what you love. But that's a grind, too, yeah. that career is. I don't, because... Because there's no delegation. He can't delegate somebody to go sing the concert for him, right? Right. And so I could see how you would begin, the love would begin to slip after a while. And you'd finally be like, I can't do it anymore. But then once you're gone and there's no longer that that dislike stimulus there. Yeah. That he's like, you know, I could sing another song or two. Well, yeah. And you just just literally getting rest, Mm -hmm. you know, resting your physical body. Resting your mind, resting your spirit. I can see how after a while you, you would miss it. Yeah. What I don't understand is how, especially singers, bands that do tours, like to be able to summon that amount of energy to put on a good mm-hmm. show every stop along the way. That, they all listen to that TikTok about the thick ass boy. That's how they get revved up <laughs> for, for the show. That's what I'm told. Yeah. I just, it feels so exhausting. I do see how they could get burned out very easily. And hey, full truth, there's been a day or three along the way here where we were like, 
I don't feel like recording today. Yeah, and this is just sitting in our freaking right. dining room That's right. with an iPhone and a laptop. That's not, you know, thousands of people and big productions. And I that yeah. it's really pretty incredible when you think about it, I guess is what I'm saying. It is. It's a shame George never reached our level of stardom. <laughs> uh, well, 2019, it's not that long ago. Nope, uh, last year. Published in... Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. A study was done that showed the average Christian would be willing to pay $4 to receive a prayer, while the average atheist would be willing to pay $3 to not receive a prayer. Okay, interesting. Have some bad news for both groups. Prayers are free, and you can't stop them. At least not for 3 bucks. <laughs> Fair point. Couple Hunskies in the mix. You can. I'd maybe stop praying for you. <laughs> Test me out. <laughs> it's part of your path to wealth. Mm -hmm. Is it? You go up to atheists. Right? Well, and it's part of the science of getting rich. You want to act with efficiency. If they don't even want the prayer, yeah, and they're going to offer you that much. Well, think of all the other people I could pray for and make bank. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how the book works. That's but. definitely not how prayer is supposed to work. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just well, to clarify. We'll we'll workshop it later. We'll workshop it for sure. Hey, trending. A story that's always going to perk me up for sure. Mm -hmm. UFO sighting. Monday night in New Jersey. That's right. Now, of course, the realists and the scientists and the killjoys are saying, oh, it was just the Goodyear blimp. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Maybe the Goodyear blimp had aliens in it. Hey. Maybe maybe the flying saucer crashed into the blimp and it just floated by, kind of slowly descending. Yes. Okay. I like that. I like it. That's about the most blimp I'll accept. Okay. All right. Also trending. I have blood on my hands, screamed a whistleblower Scream? who says that Facebook ignored global political manipulation, effectively undermining elections and political affairs around the world. Mm -hmm. The 6,600 word memo. That feels like more than a memo. That's almost a manifesto. Yeah. yeah. 6,600 words written by former Facebook data scientist Sophie Zhang is purportedly filled with concrete examples of heads of government and political parties using Facebook accounts or misrepresenting themselves in a way to sway public opinion. Okay. Now, the good news is, at least for us Americans, is that these manipulations, according to her memo, only happened in foreign countries. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And complete bullshit. <laughs> well... Yes, that, of course. Um, it is interesting, though, to think about because, again, we Americans are so myopic, so selfish, so focused on ourselves and our own country. But to think about Facebook, I mean, obviously has a presence in almost right. any country that allows Everywhere that there are faces and yeah. books. <laughs> Everywhere that there are faces. And books. you got to have both. <laughs> but... You know, we just think about like, oh, Facebook is doing this to our culture and that. But uh, yeah, it's evil tentacles reach into every place that has yep. free access to the Internet. Except for me. Well, I only open the awesome group when true. I need to see if I've been tagged or if I need to post something. That's true. That's a fair point. So that's good for you. So take that, Mark. 
<laughs> can't, you can't mess with my election. <laughs> Whatever that's for. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It is time. To whirl. Whirl. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. What might we watch? If you are anything like me, then you're going to go dial up the old reruns of Frasier. Indeed. You could watch Drive with Ryan Gosling. Do you feel compelled to say his name that way? I feel like there's no other way to say it. That's okay. Is there? I don't say it that way. When I start to say it, my voice does that. (laughs) It's involuntary, perhaps. It has been a geopolitical manipulation. Ooh. Because of the awesomes in my Facebook exposure due to them. Yes. Okay. I I can dig it. We don't read. We We never learned how. I mean, I do have some things I'm reading, but they would be mindlessly boring to most people. So it's all businessy stuff. I actually am reading, but it's not. Go ahead. Oh, my. I just remembered I do have a little something. Okay. I'm I'm not reading a book. I'm doing some research for a thing that I'll talk about in a minute. Well, me too. So should I just save it? Because mine's related to that too. Yes. We'll come back to read because read will tie into lifestyle. Okay. Let's do that. What in the world could we listen to, though? Turn on that Beatles music from the early 1960s. Yeah. And we're not going to repeat the songs because we'd have to scroll up in the notes. But I promise if you Google... Beatles top five record, you'll get the list of five songs there. Yep. Um, Beatles are pretty solid. I mean, obviously they were far beyond solid in their era, but uh, it's not really our era. Right. But But there's still good stuff there that I wouldn't throw out. It's what we might call timeless. Mm. Timeless is George Strait. Somewhat. People always say that in the perspective of going forward. If you rolled into King Arthur's court with some Beatles, what would happen? Bad things. Yeah. Bad things. Yeah. So it's timeless going forward, but not timeless going Maybe. backward. Maybe. When I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and we saw <laughs> the weird judicial system and music of the future, the Beatles would not have fit in there. That's a very good point. And, and Keanu Reeves has been on my mind today, and I'll touch on that in a minute. All right. Okay. George Strait. Um, listen to him. Yes, you should listen to George. The cowboy is going to ride away, so you may as well listen to the song. You should listen to it. You should just... there's He has one album that isn't it like 50 number one hits. Yeah. Because the guy is... Oh, gosh. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. There's a lot mm-hmm. there in the discography. Even if you're not really a country fan, um, maybe you are and you just don't know it yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a horrible phrase yeah. from whence it came. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast that you recommended to me and, and you, I love this because you started, you started haranguing me, but the words you were using were like, I would never harangue you to listen to this. And you did it like eight times. And I'm like, holy moly. <laughs> I had planned all along to listen to it. It was just getting to it, uh, which didn't take more than 48 hours from the recommend either. You normally don't well, harass me about anything, so when you do, it leaves a real mark. I, yes, I feel a, almost a little bit sheepish that we're even talking about this because this, you guys, this is diving deep into my own personal life. Okay. This is not my public-facing Meg Teets. Wow. But uh, awesome today is you get the real deal yes. Meg here. I love conspiracy theories. I genuinely mm -hmm. do. And one of my favorites is to explore who killed JFK. Yes. When it was the, like, 20, I want to say 25th anniversary is a weird word, but death, marker. Death anniversary. Death anniversary. Murderversary. I was in elementary school. Assassiversary. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean. Assiversary. Okay. There it is. I knew I'd find it. I was in elementary school, in upper elementary, and we did a, a whole thing about JFK's assassination. Mm -hmm. And from that moment forward, and of course, that was just straight textbook teaching. That wasn't like, who really killed him? It was like, Lee Harvey Oswald and blah, 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 blah. And so, but I was so fascinated from that point forward. Anyway, I came across this podcast deep in the, deep in the comment section on Reddit mm -hmm. called... Uh, the, the Dark Reddit. Yeah, I was in the dark credit called Death is Just Around the Corner. That's Say that again so it's clear for everyone. Death is Just Around the Corner. Yes. This is an interesting podcast. I have really no context to tell you, like, even really who the host is or what their whole deal is. Mm -hmm. Because in the public feed, there's only, like, what, probably a dozen episodes? Oh, there's a few more than that. Okay. There's a few more than that. But they... Go ahead. They definitely, though regularly curate the list down. Yes. So if you're interested in this, I would say get on it before too long yes. because they'll probably start trimming. Yeah. Because they've archived all the rest and shuffled them over to their Patreon. Mm -hmm. But they have a five-part series exploring the conspiracy of who yes. killed JFK. This starts on episode 69 is where this little mini-series within begins. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, he, he makes no bones about anything. He'll tell you, he will, he does in fact tell you, in episode one of this series, or 69 as it were of the whole, that it was the CIA. Yep. He just is like, he's like, I'm not even going to, no, right. we're not going to beat around the bush. The CIA killed John right. Kennedy. Now, what I will say after... I've now, I've listened to the first episode twice because the first time through I had some distractions and there were some things I, I knew I wanted to rehear and hear right. And then I've, I think I've listened to most of the second episode and they're long. They're very, they're like an hour and a half each. Yeah. Yeah. It's like on one of the days that we get carried away. And it's um, like, it's every single sentence is packed with something. Mm -hmm, so it, mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those that, yeah, you can have it playing in the background while you're doing other things, but you're going to be like, wait a second, what did he say? And right. like back it up. and Like Lee Harvey Oswald, that wasn't his name. Oh, yeah. He had changed his name. And there were two or three other people that he mentions as well. He's, 
Not everything the guy says is believable, and he's a little quirky. It's a lot of quirky. He's a little quirky. Um, not everything he says am, am I just, you know, like, hold on, i got to rewind and write that down. It's, right. There's a lot in there that I know a guy that's pretty similar to him in this fashion. And they'll, what makes them unbelievable is that while they'll touch on a handful of things that you're like, yeah, I, I could buy that. I don't see any problems with that. As soon as they feel like they're getting a little bit of buy-in, then out of nowhere, there's, you know, they'll dredge up, you know, and that's why satellites aren't actually in space. They use helium. It's like, hold on a damn minute. Just pick one and stick with it. Let's not do all of them here, okay? It's, I didn't even make that up. I know you did it. That's why I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. Um, yes, let's don't do all of the conspiracy theories. Let's stay, stay in one lane. Yeah. Let's just stay on the JFK track and yes. keep talking about this. It's interesting. Now, the dude, if you're offended by language, one, oh I don't know why you listen to well, me at all, but two, he's, he loves the F word. Yeah, there's a lot. He weaves it in like a fancy tapestry. I mean, it's so much to the point where you actually notice it. Yeah. Pointed it out. Yeah. And, and you are not known for your... I've clean spent language. some life around yeah. rougher languaged people, and it doesn't typically bother me, right? Unless it's in a setting where it's highly inappropriate. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. Some people, some people use curse words to make a conversation more colorful. He he leans on it too hard. Yeah, he uses it for no reason frequently. But even still, having all of, said all of that preamble and preface. What he says yeah. is freaking fascinating. Yeah, it's worth a listen. Even, and not from the perspective of, well, I need someone to convince me of this. Just yeah. to hear the perspectives. And that is the fascinating thing about a good conspiracy. Yes. Is when people have ironed through details. Oh, and the to details draw connections. are abundant. And yes, and dug up actual fact. Yes. Factoids to tie in. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, again, this is what, like you were saying, like some people when they start talking and they're the things they're saying are pretty believable. Like not a small amount of what he says is like actual public record. Yes. True things that yes. really happen. But it's, it's something you maybe have never heard before, or you've never heard it in the context that he tells it in. Right. So anyway, again, you guys, this is not something that's ever going to, I'm never going to talk about on sort of awesome. This is not sort of awesome, appropriate material, oh, come on. but for the awesome today crowd who doesn't mind barely edited and sometimes offensive. Here's what you got to do then. On your next episode of the main show, as you're awesome for the week, you have to tell everybody that you figured out who killed JFK. But if they want to know, they got to go listen to The Daily Show. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's fair. And then we'll never talk about it again on The Daily Show, and they'll just keep <laughs> listening. Trying to like, Where is it? <laughs> that's a good, you're a good producer. It's called uh, manipulative sales. There we go. Okay. Well, we are to lifestyle now. Yeah. And... We've, we've teased around this. Both of us are reading things that tie to what our lifestyle conversation for the day is. Right. We are, for a myriad of reasons, um, one, we've both been a bit lazy to update our wardrobes for you. some time. Um, and certainly that was amplified by the COVID effect. Yeah, and for me, even going back to that, before that... And well, me too. Well, but I was going to say pregnancy and having a baby. Did you get pregnant I and did. a baby? I did. In <laughs> fact, I have had three. Where have you been? You aren't even my real wife. 
<laughs> so yes, I had babies. Meg acted like she did. Uh -huh, okay. We got lazy with wardrobe. We had the the COVID pajama party yes, forever. We did. Yes, we did. Um, and then also our body compositions are changing. So even some of the remnants of yeah. things that were good now look like Joe Schitt's the bag man over here <laughs> wandering around. It's not good. Can I say that? Yes, and I'm glad that okay. you did. I mean... He's been a constant fixture in our lives yes, for many years. Yes, I got called that one time is why I remember that. <laughs> Who called you that? Who um, hurt you? I'll tell you his name off camera. Okay. I was, it, I was coaching. We were absolutely the poorest of poor human yeah. beings that we'd ever been. Yeah. One of the other coaches uh, had offered me some clothes that he was getting rid of. Uh, and I took a pair of, of Nike wind pants and they had to have been like eight inches too long. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I wore them, I looked like I had on Ugg boots or something. I don't know, big floofy calves. And as I was walking down the hall, swishing as you would in those yeah. extra material pants, one of the guys was like, hey, look, it's Joe Schitt's the bag man. It's like, oh, thanks. Well, yes, and you have lost so much weight that some of your clothes, they're literally falling off of you. They, they cannot be... look like Joe. Cannot be attached to your body yeah. anymore. We're both, we're both that way. So, we have been having this dis discussion of let's start... It's not a race. It's not a shopping spree. Let's right. start to very purposefully... All of this in conjunction with the idea of respecting ourselves, giving ourselves permission to want nicer clothes and to have that without shame, guilt, and reasons why, no, and all of that. Right. So we're going to start a very purposeful, patient journey towards a better wardrobe. That's right. Yes. So we've both been thinking about what does that look like? So for me, I have been revisiting a, a subreddit that I had at one time enjoyed so much. I even mentioned it as an awesome of the week on Sort of Awesome, but I had kind of forgotten about it again, mm -hmm. mostly from COVID effect. Anyway, there's a subreddit called female fashion advice. And what I love about that Reddit, that subreddit is that there are people there who care so much about clothes mm -hmm. and fashion that they talk about things like material and cut mm -hmm. and draping and like all of the things that make wearing a, an item of clothing an enjoyable sensory experience, not just an aesthetic one, although they talk about that a lot too. Right. But they talk about so many of the important things, fit and construction, that I just, I have never found a resource quite like that. You cannot find that in women's magazines anymore. Maybe right. back in the day you could, but that's not something that they talk about. Um, I'm not a seamstress, so I'm not going to like read books about like how construction actually works. Sure. It's like they distill a lot of the concepts that you need to know as you're making clothing purchases and kind of give you, well, the Reddit version of it. Okay. So okay. anyway, it's called female fashion advice on, on Reddit. And I've been reading that a lot lately. I have, I have consulted the Goog. Mm -hmm. I have done a lot of searches and it doesn't, if you type in men's fashion, you get a bunch of squirrely crap that yeah. no no man, mm -hmm. no grown man would wear unless he were a pop culture figure. Yeah. Um, when you type in men's style, 
you get a little bit different look. Okay. When you include iconic okay. in the search, you get a little bit different of a result, but it's still all intermingled with all the advertising crap yeah. that is, you know, well, here's the things you need to know, and then they don't tell you anything right. that you need to know, except make sure it fits your shoulders. Well, thanks, guy. Yeah. Even Joe had the shoulders fitting on his stuff. It was the pants that were a problem, right? <laughs> Is there a monster that, in our house? That was a magnificent snore. I hope the camera caught that. I hope so too. Or the mic, rather. Oh my gosh. Um, but here is what I am discovering because you know I will approach things in a very methodical, structured way because I don't just want to learn it to get by this one time. I want a repeatable process, yes. both for myself and for anyone else that might benefit from it. Sure. And so after flooding my mind with stuff. Wow. I discovered, I think, a structure that makes sense in terms of how to think through for men, maybe for women too. Okay. You will have to look and determine. Mm -hmm. But for men, it's like start, you start at a single layer and you build from there to determine what makes sense. Okay. So you would start with Either a short or a pant, preferably. Um, shorts are kind of their own thing. Sure. Come on, dog. Stop snoring. Um, you'd start with a pant. And so then you could say, well, a dark denim jean, mm -hmm. a pair of chinos. And you could, you could rest there. You could bring in like a, a slack, a dress pant type thing. But let's just stick with those two. Dark denim or a chino. And then... From there, the next layer up would be a t-shirt. Okay. Not a graphic t-shirt, not an undershirt, but an actual t-shirt made to wear as a t-shirt. Okay. And, you know, again, within each of those, know the basic color choices to go with. Mm -hmm. From, and then t-shirt could graduate into a Henley. Right, yes. Which could be long or short sleeve. It's still pretty much a t-shirt. It's just got the, the three to five buttons on the front. Mm -hmm. um, as it gets cooler, then you would pull a shirt over that, which could be an Oxford cloth button down. It could be a flannel. It could be a chambray. These are kind of the three anchors there. You could go to a long sleeve t-shirt or long sleeve Henley. Um, and then you begin to look at different styles of jackets that would go over that, which for men, it's really kind of two schools of thought. It's either something that has to do with historic military wear. Okay. Because after you'd served, that's what you would have brought home as part of your wardrobe. Sure. Um, or it is some type of a sport jacket, deconstructed, whatever, less less quality, a heavier weave, less, different than what you would have as a true like blazer or suit coat. Yeah. So there's there's a progression that grows up from that and that's I think how I'm going to approach things with it as I go which I kind of already have with underwear yeah I now and I've got undershirts the next step would be you know a t-shirt that's not an undershirt that's not a graphic tee and start to build yes okay that's good yeah I like the I like it when there's a path to follow well yes definitely and that sounds like a very efficient minded one yes What's happened in the stores for men, mm -hmm. likely for mimmin, women, women, get the mimmin. women and a mimmin, both of them, 
what's happened, probably what's happened for them as well, is that there are these iconic style anchors yeah. for things, but when you go into whatever department clothing store, they have that, but it's in all these wild, bold prints. There's no, there's no original piece that should be the foundation that you grow from. Right. You bring in a bold pop of color or pattern to things, but not on all the damn pieces at once. Right. Unless you're a pimp, and that's a whole different thing. <laughs> so. so you went to the mall earlier, and you were disappointed by what you found. Yes and no. I had gone... Truly, I had gone just to do a, a good, slow walkthrough and evaluation to see if I could begin to find. And then, actually, it wasn't until I got home and thought again. And this is where, when I got back on the internet, I looked at Jason Statham, Leo Schreiber, and Keanu Reeves. Okay, there's Keanu. There he came popping yeah, back up. Yeah, and as I, I looked at these three and did, you know, style included in the search and then just looked at images, this is exactly what they've done. Yeah. They've, they've got this wardrobe, and it's almost as though the guide to celebrity style knows these things. Yeah. Aren't telling anybody. They don't want to spoil their, mm. their income machine. Well, yeah. Uh, but they all follow this, this similar build-out. Um, and those are three guys that I think fairly regularly dress in a way that I would like to. I like that. So. I like that. That's good. That's important. Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be interesting and fun, and we plan on reporting back over time as we bring new pieces into the wardrobe. Good. Maybe even with some recommendations. Well, and speaking of that, you did get part of your underwear haul in your yes, next I step did. in the underwear journey. I got four... It's the same style because I know the style of underwear I like. It's either it's either a trunk or just a little bit longer legged version. Um, I bought four different materials from Tommy John. The first of which was Air. The one I, I can't remember the one I'm wearing today. Uh, I want to get through at least a single trip on all four of them to begin making some evaluating evaluative evaluating statements. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not displeased at all. Good. So for anybody who wears men's underwear, whether that's you or someone you know, yeah. there may be some recommendations coming soon. Okay. Sounds promising and sexy. Everybody gather around the fire. Let's talk about my <laughs> underpants. Don't tell your parents. Oh my gosh. Isn't that how the talk goes? <laughs> I'm literally about to pee my pants. So we better wrap this up for real. Oh, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If there is a fashion code, we will crack it. You are welcome to pray for us. However, we will not be paying the standard rate of $4 a prayer. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.